Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Crazy to think of the changes that could be happening amongst NFL head coaches at the end of the season. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Here's what I'm talking about. It almost feels like a fait accompli that Bill Belichick is going to be either moving on or... You know, maybe traded, maybe fired. I don't know at the end of the season. Last night, we saw the Seattle Seahawks beat Perloff's Philadelphia Eagles Monday Night Football. Maybe that saves Pete Carroll. Maybe it doesn't. I don't even know if he was really on the hot seat. I know that the Seahawks had lost four in a row, and they were reeling until last night. If they miss the playoffs or if they have a first-round exit in the playoffs, do they finally uh, move on from Carroll? And then the, the last one is Mike Tomlin. Now... It's weird to say this about the Pittsburgh Steelers, like that very little has gone right when technically they still are in the playoff hunt. They're trying to do things and cobble things together now with Mitch Trubisky and now Mason Rudolph, and it's possible that Kenny Pickett could come back at some point. Things just seem in such a disarray in Pittsburgh, and that has led to whispers that Mike Tomlin's seat is heating up. Whispers from the outside, though. I think this is, to me, this feels like one of those stories that is more media-generated than inside the building. They're 7-7, seven and seven and their quarterback is hurt, and they have injuries all over the defense. How can you kill Mike Tomlin in this situation? The other thing, too, is they are such a famously loyal franchise. Why do we think that's different? Okay, I do think there are things that are different here. And first, though, let's can we hear from Mike Tomlin, Ryan, about not ruling out a Kenny Pickett return this uh, this week? He had a really good rehab today. Um, His availability is not out of question this week. Um, But at the front part of the week, um, our attention and emphasis will be on Mason Rudolph, and we'll leave the door ajar and see how Kenny responds to the work that he did today, the limited work that we're probably going to give him tomorrow, and, and again, establish the position in terms of a pecking order the closer that we get. I mean, here's the thing. Why they didn't, if they say Pickett's not ready to go and you are going to go to Mason Rudolph, I think there were a lot of fans who were wondering, and I don't think Mason Rudolph's a great quarterback, but why did you wait until the last two minutes of the game to put Mason Rudolph in the game? Belichick did this earlier in the year with Bailey Zappi when they were in Germany. It was so silly. And I think Mike Tomlin did the same thing. It's like, all right, you're down two scores, the Indianapolis Colts on the road. Uh, Good luck out there. We're all counting on you. Like, it was the most ridiculous coaching, you know, quarterback switch. You have to do that much earlier in the game if you're trying to send the message there. Do you realize you're criticizing Mike Tomlin for not putting Mason Rudolph into the football game? That's what you got? No, I've got more. So here's the thing. Let's take away any specific moment this uh, in terms of X's and O's and in-game 
in in game execution. You're saying that it's only on the outside where people are saying that Mike Tomlin's seat might be heating up. So far. I think that the Steelers tell you without being overt. And what I mean by that is earlier this year when Mike Tomlin was, I would say, defiant about not firing offensive coordinator Matt Canada. Yeah. Did not want to do it. And I get the reason why. He didn't want to look like, hey, I'm the head coach and I'm blaming the offensive coordinator when we're in this together, right? He didn't want to seem like he was scapegoating Matt Canada. But it was a move that had to be made. And when it was made, it was made from ownership. That was the report from the day it happened from everyone in Pittsburgh. It was ownership who had to step in and fire Matt Canada because Mike Tomlin wouldn't do it. Now, that's not overtly saying, hey, Mike Tomlin, we're upset with you. We're on the hot seat. It's certainly noticeable. It's certainly ownership putting something out there the coach clearly didn't want to do. Now, the Steelers will never beat you over the head with anything, right? Because they're too classy of an organization. Their dirty laundry doesn't air out. But that move, I thought, was very telling. And I think that the bad attitude, if you will, of some of the offensive players, the bad body language, the lack of buy-in. Mike Tomlin poo-pooed it earlier in the season, especially when it came to, was it George Pickens, that he was didn't care that he scrubbed his social, and now is saying it is a problem, did not nip that in the bud. It's like, it's it's the coaching stuff, not the X's and O's so much, you, although you could criticize issues there. I think it's like, is this team following him? Do they have all their ducks in a row? It's led to speculation. Well, their quarterback got hurt. Minka Fitzpatrick got hurt in the Colts game. I mean, who is awesome. And they've been they've had injuries all season long and they're still seven and seven. He could have been coach of the year. If Kenny Pickett doesn't get hurt against Arizona, they could have realistically gone to eight and four. Then he's in the coach of the year conversation. It's such a fine line to me that this is ridiculous. The other thing too, the wide receiver is complaining. Yeah. This is what happens when, for a 20-year period, you draft character-issue wide receivers again and again and again. I mean, do you think there's there's a reason George Pickens was a second-round pick? There's a reason Deontay Johnson was a later-round pick. These guys, other teams don't want to bring them because, for some reason, they didn't seem like the coach's best friends. Martavis Bryant, Antonio Holmes, even Plaxico Burris, you go down. Steelers always bring in the character-issue receiver. They're great, they're talented, but they burn out the the coaching staff, and they never win with that. Antonio Brown, obviously. Right. The, the ultimate poster one. Poster child. Sure. The poster child. So I, I, I can't really hold this against Tomlin. This is a Steeler thing that they do. Okay, but it it used to be, until Antonio Brown like really went off the rails, mm. it used to be that he could sort of you know, get the most out of those players even if they had question marks around them. Are they getting the best out of Pickens and Deontay Johnson? Absolutely not. And, and well, here's Deontay the thing about, Johnson's had plenty of chances. Here's the thing about the, you know, Tomlin could have been coach of the year if they had not lost Kenny Pickett. One of the biggest indictments, I think, on Tomlin was the fact that Kenny Pickett was not developing under Matt Canada. That's like buck stops with me all the way at the top. And I don't know anybody who thought that the Pittsburgh Steelers were doing, were winning in a way that was sustainable. They had negative point differential. Yeah. They had negative yardage differential. They were winning these games in spite of themselves. And that's like paper tiger stuff. That's like what we saw from the Vikings last year. Yeah, but they were seven and four with games, two games against two and 10 teams. There's a good reason they beat the Ravens. Yeah, but they lost to the Patriots and they lost yeah, no, I'm saying before, to the Cardinals. Before those two losses, there was good reason to think the Steelers had done a lot of good things. They were in great position, and I think that's a credit to Tomlin. 
I mean, it's not like they're three and ten. Why would you fire Mike Tomlin after this season? Well, All seasons, I I can't. I can point to other seasons when he had Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and Big Ben and didn't do anything in the playoffs. Right, that's bad. Yeah, losing to, to Tebow. To be whatever they're going to be, eight and nine or seven and ten this year with all these injuries, to me, this is not an indictment on Tomlin. This is not Tomlin's fault. It's just not their year. Okay, so this is, we've talked about this with people like Ross Tucker, who lives uh, in Western Pennsylvania, and others, which is this is the fear from some, not all, but from some Steeler fans, which is you're never going to have that three win st- season for the Steelers. Yeah. Or it's, if you're waiting around for that to fire the coach, then you're never going to make a change because they don't bottom out. That's a credit to them. But also, are you, what's your ceiling? So you're never, the floor is never going to be three wins, but when's the ceiling going to be Super Bowl? And if you're stuck in the middle and always kind of just good enough, then are you like, is that really competing or are you just, you're there, you're an also ran. And and I think what Ben Roethlisberger was very candid on his podcast. And again, here we go. Another retired quarterback out here kind of shaking his fist at the team, but he said something, and I think it's true, which is the Steelers used to get off the bus and be up seven points or be up three points. Like, people feared the Steelers. That doesn't exist anymore. It, yeah, but I, I got to tell you, like, a few weeks ago, they were sitting pretty. I mean, real pretty, because their defense was killing people. Now this defense, just a, an injury here, an injury there. I think when Kenny Pickett got hurt, all of a sudden their defense, their shoulders started slumping. They're like, oh, now the offense is going to give us absolutely nothing. Because remember, Matt Canna got fired. They beat the Bengals, and things look great. So I I think this is a function of injuries, and they're still not that bad. And by the way, they haven't lost all three of these games. If Pickett comes back, they're going to win at one of these games and have some positive momentum. I mean, you make Pickett out to be well, way also, more than he is. Now, Trubisky is particularly bad, but Pickett's so not bad. good. He is so much better than Mitchell Trubisky. Well, if he's bottom of the league in every statistical category. He is Tom Brady combined with Lamar Jackson compared to Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> well, that's just an indictment on Trubisky, who they're Trubisky paying not, not an insignificant amount to be the killing the Steelers. He was killing the Steelers. I mean, come on. They lost They lost to the Patriots in Pittsburgh. The, I know. And I don't care. I don't care. If Tom is doing the worst job of his life, that is on Trubisky. And I think they actually are going to win one of these three games. And... Or maybe even go 9-8 because Mike Tomlin never has a losing season. He hasn't had a losing season yet. I know we're writing him off, but it hasn't happened yet. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. They've lost three straight. John is in western New York, has got a thought on Tomlin and what needs to change. Hi, John. How are you? Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, I think I told you guys about three weeks ago that the only one that has a weaker arm than Trubisky was Duck the Hodges. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you for bringing so, Duck back into the conversation. We looked him up. He's dating yes. a country star. Uh, Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make a comment on Tomlin. And, and if you go back and look at Tomlin's history, when they went to the Super Bowls, and then in the latter part of the Roethlisberg era where they actually made the playoffs as the Killer Bees, you'll find that Tomlin had assistant uh, coaches that were actually ex-head coaches. Mm. So the point I want to make about Tomlin, he, you know, and he's a good coach, but it seems that when, he's on, the, when, it's, when it's on the field uh, game time play, this is where he seems to uh, lack a little bit. Uh, let me put it to you that, that way. Uh, a perfect yeah. example, uh, when uh, Pickett went down, they turned around and, and tried to Trubisky out right away, 
And they lined up on fourth down, and they went for it. And okay, in shotgun, but, by the way, John. <laughs> oh, not, not, and not only that, they had three wide receivers. So, oh. And so what? So what's been the what's been the tread in the NFL? You're, you're coming out with the extra lineman on the line, and some of these teams are even putting linemen in as a fullback. Right. So, so what would you do if you brought out a quarterback that hasn't thrown a pass yet on fourth down? You know they're going to run the ball. So okay, fine. At least if you're going to run the ball have a formation of strength they didn't do that they had three you know they had three wide receivers in there it's 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 things like that that where where Tomlin lacks a little bit now as a as a motivator as a team as a as an actual coach a team leader he's really good but if you've listened to reports out of Pittsburgh especially I forget who the defensive coordinator was before I think Austin is now but before him they were saying that that actually Tomlin was making the defensive calls. So it sounds like Tomlin has a hard time uh, having trust in his coordinators. Yeah, and it's interesting. And, and, in, and, well, in, and in doing so, yeah, he, he plays into his own weakness. Is what I'm saying. John, thank you. It's it's a good call yeah. and uh, and understand it all around. Here's the thing about the Tomlin assistants, right? Because you know assistants move on. I always thought it was always such a feather in your cap as a coach to work for the Steelers. It's like if the Steelers give you the seal of approval, it's like being drafted by the Steelers. Like there was always this thought, hey, if that person is drafted by the Steelers or if they coach for the Steelers, that means they can coach. Made them attractive uh, to get hired other places. That's what I always thought. Oh, okay. I know that about New England. I actually didn't wasn't well, aware about New the England. Steelers, it's actually but, it's a theory that never comes true. <laughs> yeah, um, that is interesting. Tomlin's not a great in game coach. He's okay. No, he's not. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I always put the offense. I thought Tomlin kept his hands off the offense to some extent. That's what I'm a little confused about because he's got that rep. Is he's a defensive oriented coach, which you do not want. EJ tried to give him to the Jets. The Yesterday, Jets hired Mike Tomlin. I I think there should be a fan revolt. Because they, if they don't bring in an offensive coach, I'm I'm going to get so... I understand the reasoning because Nathaniel Hackett... Now everyone wants to give Tomlin to the Chargers. That makes so much more sense. So, but I... Well, the same thing, right, though? Yeah, like, a, a definitely a team where your best weapon is your quarterback. Yeah, the but Same they, thing with the Jets. If Aaron Rodgers comes back, it's going to be the same thing for yeah. the Chargers. But you need culture setters. Now, that's, I think, another reason why Tomlin might be on the hot seat is because where's the good culture right now? Like the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger said it. Maybe the Steeler way is dead. Guys aren't together. You know, this whole Steeler way is it's really taken a beating this year. They lost their quarterback. Their quarterback got hurt. Perloff, their quarterback. This is not Patrick Mahomes going down. What is Kenny Pickett's record as a starter this year? What was was he? Seven and four. Okay, and you're the only one who thinks those wins were in any way indicative of who the Steelers really were. Uh, honestly, they, I think oh, they weren't. They were they were lucky one score wins where all of a sudden Pickett, like at the end of the game, would put together the two good passes that he needed. These this was not sustainable. Once they fired Canada, things were tur- were turning around. They looked good in that. I know they didn't score a ton of points in the sixteen ten win over Cincinnati, but they had four hundred yards for the first time since Mad Canada had taken over the job. Right. I think that they showed. Listen, they obviously have talent on offense. They showed okay, we're going to put it together. Canada's gone. And then Pickett got hurt, and Trubisky killed them. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So I'm kind of believing it that Mike Tomlin could be on the hot seat. Listen, 16 years is a long time in one place. I know the Steelers are a unique franchise in that way, but, you know, Art Rooney's not there anymore. Excuse me, Dan Rooney. Dan Rooney's not there anymore. Like, maybe they they are not totally immune 
to everything else that other teams go through in the NFL. And again, 16 years is a long time for a head coach. It, Perloff thinks I'm crazy for this. 855 Well, not crazy. I, I understand. I, you're, first of all, you're in the majority. Everyone thinks he's on the hot seat now. But I think that's, I think it's nuts. Maybe because I know the Steelers as they are. You're right. Yeah. Maybe things have changed. But obviously, the Steelers never fire their head coach, let alone when they're a 500 team with an injured quarterback. This is, doesn't seem like the year to kick Tomlin to the curb. But... Yeah, if they can get a second-round pick for him, I might listen. <laughs> now Perloff's interested. Coming up next, as we are doing every time, uh, every, every day, rather, at this time, we are counting down the five best moments of the Maggie and Perloff show in 2023. So yesterday we brought you um, our destruction of the Carson Wentz poster. Today, well, we'll all find out together next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Oh, boy. The grand jury continues, Maggie. I've been having to leave early to go serve my duty. And you just brought up a good point. I have to do it during the holiday season. So next week, everybody else is off. I am sitting in a grand jury room. I mean, I... I at first, I thought you were basically making this up just so that you could get out of doing the last segment of the show. And now I see that you're kind of kind of falling into like a deep depression. Yeah, and no. I feel bad because you're just hit with you're on a grand jury duty, which means it's not just one case. You're hearing multiple cases throughout the day, each one worse than the next. Yes. And so you're just getting hit with bad news after bad news like for weeks on end. Yeah, and I can't talk about any of that, but I can tell you Jonathan Majors was in our court building. Uh, the Marvel actor from, you know, he was found guilty yesterday. So yeah. it's been chaotic in this court building, except yesterday nothing happened. Then EJ texted me, oh, my gosh, it must be crazy around there. It was only when Jonathan Majors was there. I had to wait in a 30-minute security line because oh so many gosh. people were coming, the actor. Um, that was so, an awful story. What do they do with story? him now? He was like yeah. a major part of several Marvel movies. He got dropped. Yeah, he's been fired No, by he's Marvel. been fired. But what do you do with the character? So the character dies off or we you? We don't know. They, Hire they, someone else. They can recast him. The way they wrote, would want to take that over. Yeah, I mean, if you've seen Loki, the way they kind of did Loki, mm-hmm. you could kind of move away from him if you wanted to. But they're planning mm-hmm. a whole Avengers movie centered on this character. Wait, I have a question about Not the anymore. Avengers. Uh, right? Spoiler alert. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr.'s characters sadly passed. They died. What? But there's no, a rumor. <laughs> there's a lot of rumors, EJ. I think that they're coming back for the next Avenger movie. Is this possible? Or like, can you can you ever really die in these movies? Or? Oh, it, was, it was interesting because Feige <laughs> recently, Kevin Feige, the president of Marvel Studios, last week came out and said, "We the last thing you want to do is undo Tony Stark's death." Now, is he playing with words, saying, "Oh, we are going to not undo that death, but we'll have an alternate Tony Stark"? I don't know, mm-hmm. but he responded to the reports by saying that we would never undo that. Okay, this is like one of the things I really despise is when TV shows and movies do mm. someone's in a dreamlike state. Yeah. I know this is like the end of the Bob Newhart show or something famously. <laughs> yeah, or lost. That, was, that was before my time. Or lost <laughs> where they're all dead and they didn't realize it anyway. Okay, spoiler. Uh, they were all dead. Two. Sorry, because our bogus <laughs> is just like, what? I, I think it's such a cop-out to do the dream state. like, And it was all just a dream. So I feel like with the Marvel metaverse, and uni- multiverse, multiverse Pardon me. The multiverse, it's like the new dream state. All you do is yeah. just create a whole other universe. And it's like, no, they weren't dead. They're just here in right. this other universe. Which is why, which is why 
people don't believe them. <laughs> it was right, why yeah. they say, well, you have a multiverse, so there are other Tony Starks out there. Do you really believe that you're not going to bring back Robert Downey? Now, they said, like, you know, Robert Downey filmed those last scenes for Avengers Endgame, and they told him, hey, you'll never have to do this again. It was wow. supposed to be like a celebratory thing for him. What, I mean, what else is he doing? How long is good Hugh for him to stay busy. collecting his money? How long <laughs> has Hugh Jackman been moving on from Wolverine? About twenty five years now. That and like, and he says this Deadpool is his last. But get out of here, Hugh Jackman's ridiculous. I mean, that guy has been. Is he sixty? How old? Yeah, is he? yeah, he's in his sixties, I believe. And he wow. still looks amazing, by the way. So I'm. Yeah, here's the thing. I think they think that Scarlett Johansson and Robert Downey get too expensive, and they got to write them out so they continue. But then they realize people don't want to see the movie if Scarlett right. Johansson and Robert Downey aren't in it. I get so it. it's just crazy. I mean, it, it's an economy, these movies. Uh, do you like uh, Sopranos where they left it just hanging whether he died? What's, how do you... Do you just want to kill characters or what? No, I want resolutions. Yes. Like, am I, the, am I the odd one out here? Can't we just have a resolution on how things end? Like, can't you just wrap it up for me in a bow? Mm-hmm. Well, they tried that, and now everybody's mad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Endgame did that, and now everybody's like, "What? Shang Chi? We don't want to see this. The Eternals? Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's I been, know. It's been the argument on the internet for the last four years. The Mar, the Marvel universe, and I'm not as close to it as EJ, but my kids love it. I watch all the movies. It is amazing how fast they have fallen off a cliff. They're like a wide receiver in his 30s. Oh boy, they oh, hit no. the wall. <laughs> yeah, I was a. Oh, I didn't realize it was that bad. By the way, Hugh Jackman, 55. 55, still, sorry. Still, no pun intended, jacked. Yeah. I mean, so what is that? And he's, he's in the new Deadpool movie. He's in as Deadpool Wolverine. 3. It's the only Marvel movie coming out this year. But it's the first one using a formerly Fox-owned movie character. From the X-Men. Right. Hmm. So this is why there's excitement for this one. <laughs> you just, that went right over like, Maggie's yeah. head. I was like, are Joe Buck and Troy Aiken going to be there? Wait a minute, they don't work for Foxy? <laughs> Honestly, for Deadpool, they might show up. <laughs> like, is Aaron Andrews going to be on the sideline? I don't even... But you think the real battle is on Planet Zoltar or whatever in these sci-fi? <laughs> the real battle is in a boardroom over who has rights to these old comic books. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. That is the war. That's the Infinity War. <laughs> That's <laughs> the real... Those are the real superheroes in there. The suits... Everyone always says that. Um, okay. I have, a, I have a Jonathan Majors follow-up, though, if oh, yeah. I may. Is anything actually in the middle of making anything with him that they have to erase, or was everything done already? Yeah, they already did Loki, and then they are, they're they a year away probably from filming Kang Dynasty. Okay. So they, that didn't film yet. So, I so think they don't Marvel, have to undo like three months of shooting. Yeah, no, Marvel, I think, has a clean break from that standpoint. Though The problem, though, was that they said he could show up anywhere given the nature of his character. So will he show How about up? A courtroom? Will he show up in Deadpool? Jail cell. Like, maybe Sorry. he could show up in Deadpool. Like, I don't know. Wait, what about? Up? He's more likely to show up at Rikers Island. Well, Jonathan Major. I'm talking about Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Yeah. What about um, an alternate actor taking over the role of Kang the Conqueror? I mean, listen, they just did in the last. They had a bunch of different people be the Fantastic Four. Like, you know, yeah. you could do you, everybody could play these roles. So why not just have a new actor? Is that like Bewitched? Where they, I mean, a they new should. That's, that's what I think they should just recast. This is like the Fresh Prince when all of a sudden we just got a new mom. Well, Don, yeah, exactly. Don, yeah. Right, exactly. Don Cheadle was originally, you know, before Don Cheadle playing Rhodey, it, yeah, it was Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. You know, yeah, and yeah. Then, just change the actor. Right. They changed the Hulk. It was first Edward Norton and now it's uh, Mark Ruffalo. So they've done this before. They've they decided not to do this with Black Panther, which was a little controversial, but this is way, an option. Talking about handling a death, they had no idea. When that Chadwick Boseman died, yeah, so as a black, it was so sad. And do you think they did the right thing? They just addressed it in the first 30 seconds of the movie. They said he passed and never did any multiverse or anything like that. I mean, I, I had no problem with it because I think that those actors deserve the opportunity to honor Chadwick and then honor that 
version of the T'Challa character. I know that it's getting a little controversial because a lot of people think that they should have recasted. I think that they're going to recast at some point. I know they say they won't, but... There's too much money. In right. It. And yeah. T'Challa is too important mm-hmm. to never recast him. So I, I think there's some naivety that's coming with people saying that, oh, they're never going to recast. What the hell are they doing? It's, they're going to recast. It's just going to take some time. Well, last night during the football game, there's a commercial for a new Percy Jackson movie with a different Percy Jackson out right. of nowhere. TV and they just show. did that five years ago. Oh, it's a TV show? Yeah. That looks pretty sick, it's by got the way. Uh, it's got, what's his name, too? Adam Copeland now, formerly known as Edge. Oh, right. no nice. way. The rated R superstar? Yes. The rated R. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And you laugh at that like it's not a big deal. They probably put $75 billion into that Amazon Prime. That's going to be, <laughs> that is going to mint money for them. Yeah. All right. Well, nerd. maybe we can recast can you can you, uh, the last 10 minutes of my can life you have so I can a get a nerdier sports update. Uh, I can try. Wait, hold on. Before we get to Bogish, we've got something very important we've got yes, to do we now. Do. While you guys go on and on about whatever, we're t- counting down the top five moments of the Maggie and Perloff show in 2023. Now, the wild thing about this is it's, it's kind of a new audience. So you guys are a lot of you are relive are living these things for the first time. So if you're just joining us, here's number four. I oh. said I would eat it with my hands. Or do you have an official time? Four oh four. Begin now. Okay. The first bite is down with My your hands, hands which I don't totally understand. Oh, now I'm getting disgusted. This is going to be awful. Oh, every oh. bite you I look sort of like mildly sick. Like every bite you're getting like three percent sicker on yeah. each bite, yeah. which is pretty good. We're making a bit of this. This is no longer a bit. This is flat out. Yeah, this is so nasty. Good. I hate everyone, myself the most. This is it. We agree that this is the last bite. This jar is empty. I'm not going to have someone call me on a technicality <laughs> in like a day. Does anyone have the second jar ready to go? Just in case. <laughs> you have two minutes to spare. Run out. You'll never see me again. I'm turning away. I'm turning Please. away because I don't want to be. Because I don't think this is going to last long. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Please hit subscribe. Please. She took the bite. Oh. She's, wait, but she has to swallow it. She has to swallow. Will it get past? Oh, boy. It's not looking good. Maggie's hands are around her face. She's looking. Oh, God. Her eyes are closed. <laughs> she has done it, people. She has eaten the entire jar of jelly. She has eaten the entire jar of jelly. I want to die. <laughs> I should have set that up better. That was the time. People are probably wildly confused when I ate an entire jar of jelly. I like it better that people didn't know what you were eating. <laughs> I'd be curious what they thought was going on there. Why did I take the first bite with my hands? No yeah, one would actually, understand I, that. I don't remember that either. Why did you do that? That was another thing. I I had to eat a whole jar of jelly. We did it for YouTube subscribers, and now we're actually asking you to subscribe. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio for charity. For every subscriber, new subscriber we get before between now and the end of the year, we are donating $1 for every subscriber to the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, awesome cause. Hey, I have a question. Did we pipe in that Karate Kid music now, or was that actually... <laughs> that was back on the, there in the yeah. original cut. That adds such an amazing layer. I mean, you are a you're an All-Valley State champion. It's amazing. <laughs> what, what a warrior. Ironically, I felt like I was on the other side of the crane kick after... Just the idea of you're the best around after eating a jar of jelly <laughs> is just amazing. And Edith, I remember, editing that together was probably maybe the most fun I've had on the show. Yeah. Honestly, it was... There's a three-minute cutout that you want to talk about Marvel movie there's an extended cut of the Maggie <laughs> Pearl probably on my hard drive because that could have been four minutes long and I still remain very confused that 
the peanut butter was easier to eat than the jelly. I would have bet so a lot of money that the jelly was the easier thing to, and the, the more exciting thing to do. So we haven't revealed that has not made it in. Yeah. The pearl off eating the jar of peanut butter. The question butter. is, who, who had a longer night? <laughs> peanut butter <laughs> or the jelly? That's a different question altogether. One that you really do. There's no soundtrack that's going to make that sound any better. <laughs> <laughs> this is what diabetes sounds like. I got to be honest. People say we joke around like, oh, I'm on a sugar high. Eat a jar of jelly. Wait, did you um did you throw up? I can't remember. I did not throw up, but I basically was halfway down <laughs> home when I realized I was passing everyone on the highway and I was not in a car. I was <laughs> sped up because of how much sugar. I put up like 200 grams of sugar in Ooh. half an hour. It was not cool. There's a reason why nobody does this. One of the things in the, from yeah. the clip I saw too was that you chose organic like food, like fruit jelly spread. paste or whatever, yeah. food spread. I tried. Yeah, which apparently made things worse because you didn't do like the the Smucker's jelly, no. which would have went down a lot easier. That Perloff was chastising me the whole time. I'm like, can I get, I thought you were supposed to be like, you know, helping me through this positivity. He's like, you picked the wrong jelly as yeah. I'm struggling. It was the thickest, grossest jelly. Honestly, one bite of that would have made me sick. It, it was, was pretty bad. <laughs> ah, we could tell. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. It was gross. I mean, you got to go Smucker's grape. I could house two jars of that. That stuff just... Okay flies down. That makes me feel better about my prediction because we discussed it in the morning while you yeah. were prepping for it. Oh, nice. And I thought that was actually going to be almost enjoyable. I love jelly. And I'm thinking a little squeeze ball, you just tip your head back and away you go and then you almost died. So <laughs> I just, it, just, it was okay. not what I expected. Well, I decided to go strawberry. I'm like, at least in a strawberry jelly, there's like actual bits of strawberry. I can maybe trick my brain into mm. thinking I might be eating something like a piece of fruit. <laughs> Wait, I understand you love jelly, but think about it. jelly is something that has to be with something else yes. to be good. Jelly alone is not good. It has to be on bread yeah. or with peanut butter. Otherwise, yeah, I, I love jelly too. When it's with something else alone, it sounds nasty. It was awful. But it just seems less cumbersome than like peanut butter. Or it could Yeah, yeah, it goes like down put, smoother. Yeah, it goes down smooth. It kind of disintegrates once it's in your mouth. Um, so I. Wait till we get to peanut butter at some point. I don't know where it's going to land on this list of top five greatest moments of Maggie and Perloff in 2023. But I just, when we do get there, know that Perloff opted for smooth over crunchy because he thought it would rip up his esophagus. Yeah, my trachea. (laughs) (laughs) The peanuts. (laughs) And that's just the beginning of how soft I was of what that was like. Anyway, Bogus has headlines. Hello. Jalen Hurts was sick when Monday Night Football began. When it was over, he was sick and disappointed in himself and his teammates. I've been talking about execution all year. Um, been on the same page. Everyone been on the same page. and We didn't execute. Um, I don't think we were, we're, all, we're uh, committed enough. You know, it's, you know, just just got to turn it around. It's like those are his last words. I, know. I, I actually like. I'm serious for BJ. Mom, my tummy hurts. I can't go to school tomorrow. I mean, today, that was such a getting out of school voice. I don't want to play the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't want to go to Seattle. They're loud. Meanwhile, the opening drive, he couldn't look better. Right. Yeah. He actually didn't look terrible no, all night. Listen, he, he almost just, won the game except for the two, two terrible throws. They should have won the game. Uh, and now there were a couple drives that they, they were up. 
All you'd have to do is stop Drew Locke for, for one drive, keep him out of the end zone, and they got in the end zone, and whatever. You probably have the highlight. Uh, I do. Stand by. It's now a three-game skid for the Birds. They did not trail in Seattle until Drew Locke hooked up with Jackson Smith and Jigba with 28 seconds left in regulation for a 2017 Seahawk victory. Hurts picked off twice in the fourth both times by Julian Love. The second one came with six seconds left, ending Philly's last chance. You know, AJ Brown's a real deal receiver, and I was honestly watching him that entire play. I was in the post. Uh, I saw the double move. I just took off and saw the ball floating, and I must be living right because it's got my feet in, thankfully. Love and the Seahawks finally win again, snapping a four-game skid. They are now one of four, seven, and seven teams in the NFC. The Vikings and Rams have wild cards this morning. The Seahawks and Saints do not. The Falcons are benching Desmond Ritter again in favor of Taylor Heineke. Bengals wide out Jamar Chase, now expected to miss at least Saturday's game with the Steelers from last weekend's shoulder injury. And as we discussed this morning, Steelers safety Devontae Kazee suspended for the rest of the season and any playoff games for his latest illegal hit. This one was on Colts receiver Michael Pittman Jr. last weekend. What a Monday night for the Knicks. Deep into a West Coast road trip, they found themselves at the newly crowned IST champs. On the night, they raised their banner, and those Knickerbockers left L.A. with a W. James puts up a three. Mr. Hartenstein battling and quickly comes away with it. Ahead is Randall all alone down the other end. He throws it down. And the Knicks go up by seven. Timeout, Lakers with 34.1 remaining. Mike Breen on MSG TV. Julius Randle, 24 points and 17 boards in a 114-109 victory over the Lakers. But the Knicks celebration dampened by a rare misstep from their owner. James Dolan, so accomplished, so successful, so respectable, so talented musically, making the rare wrong choice, according to the New York Post, the lovely and talented Emily Ratajkowski denied her latest request for celebrity comp tickets to the Garden because she left a Knicks game early and wasn't there to see them erase a 21-point hole and beat the Heat a few weeks ago. (laughs) You're kidding. I saw that she got banned. That's why she got banned? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. No, no, no. And not banned. Pearl's she been can... leaving early for years. <laughs> she can go, but she has to pay her way from now on. Now, no the, more... the part of the story, though, also, is that she appeared to be rooting for the Heat. Wow. I'm trying to figure out where she's from. Now, obviously, everyone, well, I think most red-blooded American men have yeah. are familiar with her work. This yes. can't be a popular move among Knicks fans. <laughs> if you're going to no. kick out. Honestly, honestly, get her out of here. <laughs> Wait, uh, she left early? Yeah, get her out. This is no. This is the DJ, one. I think this that is, is the only, is the only banning. I trust me. The only banning that I support from James <laughs> because she left early. She's sitting there with Arena Shake, by the way. Right. Who's I like mean, Ronaldo's ex and Bradley I, Cooper's ex, and maybe Tom Brady's current. Right. Oh, right. Right. I was sitting next to Keegan Michael Key and Timothy Chalamet. I would have kicked them to the curb in two seconds again. Emily Ratajkowski and Arena Shake next week. I'm sorry, not to be shallow, but please, EJ, what are you talking no, about? Look, the Knicks are a serious team now. They're not just a – yeah, they are. You're laughing. They're a serious team. They okay. made the second round of playoffs last year. We can't have fans showing up, and they're not involved in the game. Like, give that to, give that to Tracy Morgan. Give that to Fat Joe. Give that to another celebrity. They're there they anyway. get them too. No, I'm saying give it to another celebrity. I'm sure we can, we can bring back Jessica Alba. She went to the Knicks game. She was fantastic. Looked amazing. We don't need, and she stayed for all four quarters. And I was at that game, but Knicks were down. Okay, we don't need Wait, Emily here's the thing. bouncing in the third quarter when the Knicks are in their way to making the biggest, biggest comeback of the season. Well, you know, she didn't know they were going to make a comeback, but also she asked for tickets to a Ranger game and they wouldn't let her yeah. in. Yeah. 
It's like they're holding the grudge over wow. to hockey. She's a big fan. By the way, why did the Eagles get all the hunky guys? Bradley Cooper, Ryan Felipe. Who cares about that? Get some supermodels <laughs> in Philly. You guys, I don't know what you're doing here, EJ. You have a perfect thing going. No, the Knicks are the only team that could deny someone like yeah. Emirata. Honestly. Honestly. They're the only the only team. Because like they're going to have five other supermodels showing up tomorrow. Okay. But they're also the only team that's tracking these things. Yeah. To yes. know that she left to be angry yes, about it. To send that's emails around and go, don't let her into Ranger games either. <laughs> but the Knicks... Aren't you trying to build the best home court advantage you possibly can? I think Emily, Emily Ratajkowski, um, you know, uh, distracting your opponent and maybe the home team. Maybe it's better. Right, maybe exactly. she's distracting the Knicks. Maybe she's the best weapon you have. Yeah, did you see how Jalen Brunson played in that fourth quarter? That <laughs> boy was balling. <laughs> so, he, yeah, I don't know if that's a, a pro or a, a con against No, he her. just wants to get a pro Jalen Brunson comment. Yeah, we saw what you're doing there, EJ. <laughs> Wait, the Emily Ratajkowski thing. Okay, so... You are going to ban Emily Ratajkowski, Charles Oakley, and possibly me. Mm. No possibly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that possibly. But... <laughs> Sorry. All for much different reasons here. I mean, if those are the people that I can be associated with now, I think my work here is I mean, done. I mean, to Not me, the, the obvious power rankings is Maggie... M and then <laughs> Charles Oakley. Yeah, we, oh, that's I love very you, kind we of you. We don't need you to. That's not even back. my power rankings. I'm probably putting Radikowski over. <laughs> but in over comparison, both. you're like Tony Soprano here. You can't go at all. Right. She's like a soldier. She can go. She just needs to pay. You're not allowed in. Period. Like you're in, you're like on death row. <laughs> She's just in a holding cell for a couple of days. She's got nothing on you. I've never thought of it that way. I don't feel like I'm on death row. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> no, trust feel me. That de- no, death you're, only you're comes around life. April when you have to, you have to watch Knicks play in the playoffs. And lose, trust me. <laughs> so far, I'm okay. Uh, yeah. So she's she's banned. What well, I would probably. I mean, how does she get back at them? You go to the Brooklyn Nets games, yeah. and that's gonna that's gonna be a terrible way to get back at them because the Nets are garbage. Are there celebrities at the Nets games? They they pay them to show up. Well, I mean, Jay Z and Beyonce sat there for years. Yeah, I mean, but do they have like a celebrity row like the Nets? Yeah, they so try to. Yeah, generally, the person who I've seen the most at Nets games for celebrities is actually Michael Strahan. Strahan Stay- fabulous shows up because he's a Brooklyn guy. Sadakis is there a lot. Yeah, Amy Jason Sadakis. There was a weird thing where Michael Rappaport disowned the Knicks and started showing up at Nets games, yep. and now he regrets it. <laughs> he tries to come back to the Knicks fandom, and he just gets bombarded by Knicks trolls, which I love. It's yeah. one of my favorite things on the internet. So he was one of their celebrities. Man, I think the Garden's making a mistake here. Me too. You oh. need Radikowski on that wall. You want all, her on that yeah. wall. All 18, 20, however many people, all 20,000 need to be on board. We cannot have even two. You know what she should no do? No matter how beautiful they are, them is beautiful. <laughs> she, should, it, she should show up to a JD in the straight shot gig. This is James Dolan's band and just boo him. <laughs> just like while he's playing his kazoo solo. I mean, it's, it's better be at a place that James Dolan owns because she will be thrown out of there more yeah. hara- more aggressively than Charles Oakley was. I know. I it's gotta, really it's that globe in Vegas that's bothering me the most out of all the places I'm currently banned. The thing about the uh, Eagles fans, if you wear a Cowboys jersey into an Eagles stadium, you're in big trouble. Emily Ratajkowski can basically have a star emblazoned on her forehead. She's fine. No, you said you want more supermodels to go to Eagles games. Like, what are people like, hey, you want to go to the Wawa? (laughs) What are you offering for supermodels? (laughs) Philadelphia. Right. Wait, what do you mean? Like, New York has so much to offer. Bradley Cooper. She well. She, Half she these models have dated Bradley Cooper already. I don't yeah. think that's news I was for say, them. She can't do that. Her friend is Arena Shake. It's Bradley Cooper's ex. That never happens in Hollywood. Tina Fey's an Eagles fan. That's pretty cool. You get to hang out with Tina Fey. 
I'd take that. Uh, Tina Fey's lived in New York for the last 25 years. <laughs> She's more likely to be in a Knicks game. That is true. <laughs> but, um, and, and, you got, you got Meek Mill? Yeah, I mean, listen. Sorry, you Bills put you fans. in a music video, maybe? Who And the celebrity Bills fans? I Believe me. I Well, Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher. Benny yeah, the Butcher, who's awesome. his name. He's awesome. And if you want beautiful women, I can give you Summer Sanders. Beautiful and <laughs> Olympian. <laughs> hey. Summer's is gorgeous. Summer is gorgeous. I don't know what. Yeah, Pearl's I don't know what that was about. That's just an old. I, I was laughing at the no, old no, no, school. No, no, just like that's like it. Yeah, I mean, she's classic beauty. Yeah, I know, but she's not exactly in the current these days, is yeah. she? Look, Summer Sanders for millennials. That was a lot of people's first crush. Okay, she was NBA on Figure It Out, stuff. Nickelodeon. Does she go to Bills games. She's a huge Bills fan. Yeah, she does. Well, she lives in Utah now, so it's a little hard. I'm sorry. I've watched a lot of Bills games this never year. Seen I've not it. seen Summer Sanders on the sideline. They never flash a Summer Sanders like. Well, I mean, maybe you're not watching the pregame. It's not. Oh, she's not a Bills game. <laughs> Get out of here. I'd rather see noted outlaw Maggie Gray at Bills games. So. <laughs> People are like. I just, I just love that idea of like you're on CBS and like you know Boomer Size is like, oh, there's Summer Sanders there on the Bills sidelines. <laughs> of course, of course he would. I'm sure they're friends. <laughs> Everyone's in the CBS family. Um, just quickly, so people understand, very fast. I'm banned from the garden because I criticize the owner. I didn't like get drunk and, you know, take my shirt off or something. Or leave <laughs> leave at halftime. I, I clearly <laughs> would leave before the Knicks mount a 21-point comeback. How dare I? All right. Thank you. Perloff's got to go to jury duty. Uh, later, guys. Uh, meanwhile, we got a lot to do here, including the one question that we are going to answer for all NFL fans. It happens next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries. So that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff off to jury duty. Andrew Bogish is sitting in. We feel like Summer Sanders maybe got a little drive-by by Perloff there in the last segment. Just and then he left. I want to let you know Literally that in no way reflects the views of anyone else here on the Maggie and Perloff show. We love Summer. We think she is beautiful and awesome. And she made us go down a rabbit hole of Saturday morning cartoons that we loved watching <laughs> when we were kids. Welcome back to the show. So before we quickly get to the shot of the day, I'm really curious today to hear what Aaron Rodgers has to say about the facial expressions that he was making on the sideline during that uh, Jets 30-point loss to the Miami Dolphins. That was the first time I thought Robert Sala really is on the hot seat because Rodgers was like openly shaking his head. He's rolling his eyes. He has a headset on, so he's hearing the play calls come in, and it felt almost defiant. Bogus. Not, not, not defiant. Uh, that's too strong. It felt 
passive aggressive. It felt it felt like he was doing something. He was openly reacting. He knows there's a camera on him. Yeah, I, I and I think it's just him um, living in the reality that is the reality. I think that's created in his head. Like, there's no reason to come back now. He and Nathaniel Hackett, the whatever connection they have, is benefit benefits the most from Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. And when mortals are playing in that system, you can see how bad it actually <laughs> yeah. is. And the whole operation is in the, you know what, because of Robert Sal and everything like that. And yeah, the GM, right. it was a lot of real, a dose of reality right in the face of Aaron Rodgers. But for sure, he knew people were going to see him doing what he was doing. Yeah, and also now they have, what, is it today where they have to put him on? Tomorrow. Tomorrow to put yeah. him on the roster? I mean, that makes no sense. They're Zero. mathematically eliminated. They're out of the playoffs. Doesn't make sense. Let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! The shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. Casamigos, perfect for the holiday season. Today we found out that Perloff sometimes cheats to beat his kids at card games. It reminded so. me of when I'm playing card games with my kids and cheating and just like blatantly, <laughs> obviously cheating. It was and the fact that Jason Kelsey's been cheating all if it was any other player, I would have a problem with this, but I just love it. Yeah, oh, well, he's the so, rest of us are kind of over such it. A, he's it's called gamesmanship, Maggie. Wait, hold on. You openly cheat to beat your kids? Ah, uh, it depends. If I'm in the mood, like just because they're so gullible. But when they were little kids, you could do whatever you want. But I I Father uh, of the Year over there. Wait, hold on. I thought most parents let their kids win the older kid <laughs> i like to beat the younger kid will cry she'll go into a deep dark depression yeah. if she loses a game of connect four so i almost have <laughs> to use like skills to to let her win when she was three one loss in connect four was like oh my gosh emma's gone for the day <sighs> perloff cheats what, what a guy <laughs> to beat his kids in card games or to save one of them he, he kind of breaks even one he yes. wants to beat the other he's trying to save from a bad day so in the end he's at zero yeah and that's that's about perfect yeah he's right neither good is. nor bad <laughs> <laughs> oh man well that that is that do people not let their kids win anymore is that an old thing when we heard that back, I'm like, maybe that's not, maybe that's not I right. Know. I get it. I know. My dad used to crush me in Madden. Crush me. Yeah. So when I finally started crushing him, it felt awesome. There's a line. At some point, it's time to, they have to learn how to lose. How to lose. Yeah. Sure. And you know, you, wanna, you don't like browbeat them, but they need to lose every <laughs> once in a while. It's like, you can't figure out Connect Four, you loser. <laughs> Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Ryan Botcher. Thank you to Andrew Bogish, of course, Andrew Kaplan, the Weedos and the Coffee Drinkers, Callers. We appreciate you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow with another of the great moments from Maggie and Pearl off throughout the year. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.